the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. How's it going, everybody? Uh, As you can tell, for the last couple weeks, um, Pastor Joe has not been here, but it is his uh, younger and more handsome uh, doppelganger, I guess you can say, uh, Joseph Sutton III, also known as Juice the Comedian. Uh, I have been filling in for my pops on the last couple weeks, um, due to his uh, hospitalization, but he is doing very well. Uh, just talked to him, got off the phone with him. He is out of the hospital. Praise God. So if you guys can continue to keep him in your prayers, um, I know he had to be in there an extra week because um, he had some kind of stomach infection um, or he had some infection around his stomach that caused him to stay a little bit longer, but he is home now and he is cracking jokes. So he is doing very well, um, but just continue to keep him in your prayers um and we would really appreciate that but we want to thank you guys for tuning in to isaiah 61 um and we've been talking a little bit about purpose um the last couple weeks um on and off my dad has been on too but um we've been talking a little bit about purpose in the last time um the last week we were i was here um i was addressing how god can use those who feel like they are unqualified or don't feel like they fit um their purpose um and one of the one of the biggest things that i that I've learned, especially in my life. And I'm going to share a little bit about my, about my story today um, and give you guys a little bit of encouragement is to, is to trust in God really. And it sounds simple and it actually is pretty difficult um, because faith is literally going out on a limb, just basically saying, okay, I'm trusting in a man that I can't see. What am I going to do? And so um, it was funny. I was on Instagram on uh, the other day and um it was right after the lockout of the Instagram lockout and everybody was going crazy cuz they didn't know what to do with their free time they had to actually talk to people <laughs> the old fashioned way when social media went down but um one of the things that i posted um while i was doing my devotions it was um faith and logic don't go together cuz faith cannot logically be explained and um i don't know it was a really it was a really deep thing in my mind i don't know maybe like when, you know, when you're in that devotional period of your life and you feel like a straight philosopher and one of those things popped in my head. But when I really took the time to really think about it, I was like, faith literally cannot be logically explained. Like the things that we do with our faith, the things that we go on um, by faith can't logically be explained. And so without logic, there's faith. And with logic, you can't really have faith because you're you're hoping you're you're believing and seeing things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. That's what the Bible says. And so um, that was one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys as far as 
going forward with your purpose is to be able to go out on faith. And that takes some time because our brains and us as human nature is kind of programmed to to basically think like I, I have to see it. If I don't see it, I don't like I don't feel comfortable. And and one of the things of living in your purpose and living in what God has called you to is you're never called to be in a place where you're comfortable. And if you're in a place where you're comfortable, that means something isn't right because we're we're called to be, you know, doers of the word. We're called to go out and and preach the gospel. And sometimes for us, it's like, ah, I don't know how they'll take it. I'm really nervous. Those are all good signs. Those are all good signs. So if you if you find yourself in a place and you like, I know I believe that I should be here, but I have this really nice job. That is one of those things that's kind of urging you to push towards your purpose. So a little background about me. Um, so I do full time stand up comedy and entertainment. Um, and God kind of put it on my heart when I was in college. Kind of wish he did it before I went to college so I wouldn't have to take out all those loans. But, hey, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> um, but so um, I was always a funny person. I was always a funny person, but I was always like the class clown. And class clown and stand up comedy are two different things when you look at it, because you can't you can't really do on stage what you do in front of your friends. There's there's levels to it. And I learned that the hard way when I tried to do a conversational comedy piece when I went on stage when I first started and it didn't really go well. But um, so fast forward, like when I was in college, I really was trying to understand and realize like, all right, God, you know, I'm coming to the end of my years. I'd studied communications, which was like pretty basic. That's like what you do when you're not for sure knowing what you want to do, but it's like the easiest thing to do. Um, but I was like, okay, God, I'm coming, I'm coming towards graduation. I'm graduating in two years. I don't know what I want to do. Like I always knew comedy was in the back of my mind. I always knew that I wanted to be um, an entertainer. Um, But when I had got saved the year before college, I was like, how can I impact the kingdom through entertainment? Because I didn't really know much about Christian comics. I didn't, you know, people were telling me when I first got saved and I said, I want to do comedy. They're like, well, how can you do how can you be a Christian and do comedy at the same time? Or like many people don't know about clean comics, which there are, there's a lot of them out there now that I've been in the industry for a long time, but they're not as famous. And for me, I'm OK with that. You know, as long as my bills are paid, I'm OK with not being famous. But um, so I was really processing. I was really praying. And I just basically I basically was telling God, I was like, OK, I put my trust in you. But. I said that, but I didn't really mean that because when I graduated, I got offered a nice job uh, working at U.S. Bank Stadium. I working with the Vikings as a um, production and audio technician, and um, it was a really good job. It was a really good job, really good hours, getting paid really well. But something in the back of my mind was like telling me, like, this is not where you're supposed to be at. Like, this is not what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, well, you know, God. I'm paying my tithes, you know, and I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. So it, it, you know, we'll make it happen. And so God has a funny way of when he kind of reminds you of where you're supposed to be at and you start to place things above him, he starts to strip those away. And so long story short, my hours were getting cut. My hours were getting cut and um, people were starting to ask me to do comedy shows and they was like hey you're a comedian and you do like christian comedy right and i'm like yeah they're like hey can you come and do a set here and come and do a set here and so like those started filling up but at the same time i was still comfortable with my job because i was like okay 
these shows are good. Like I'm getting a little bit of money, but that's nothing compared to what I'm getting at my job. And so really it took a hard turn. I was reading my devotionals and um, this is really the verse that I live by now. Um, Proverbs three, five through six, very, very popular verse. And it says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he would direct your path. And so when I read that, the Lord kind of hit me like, Hey, you're supposed to be in the ministry or what I call comedistry is comedy ministry. And so I was like, ah, but God, like, I don't know where to start. I don't know like what to do. And he said, trust me, have faith. Taking a leap of faith means you don't know necessarily know what's on the other side of the door, but you're taking that step anyways. So I quit my job <laughs> and I kind of was like, all right, God, whoo, let's do this. And I'm not going to lie and say it was easy and it's still not easy. Um, but I realized that everything that I needed was taken care of everything. I didn't necessarily have everything that I wanted, but everything that I needed was taken care of. All my bills were taken care of. And like, honestly, I had no idea. I had no idea what was, you know, like how this was happening. It just so happened to flow because when you're walking in the purpose that God has for you, he always says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him. And so when I began to acknowledge him and to basically put my life in his hands and God take control, doors started to open up out of everywhere. And so a little backstory. So when I was in 10th grade, um, I've always, always wanted to be an in-game host like for a professional sports team and like all my friends like literally all my friends can tell you um if you've ever met them you probably don't never met them but if you have they will tell you um yes this has been juice's dream since ninth and tenth grade and so i never knew how to get involved in that i never knew what to do because you can't necessarily go to college for in-game hosting or or comedy so it was really a leap of faith in like when I got saved and understanding that, Hey, this is what I feel I'm called to do. If this is really what I'm going to do, God open doors. And now when we say that we're not supposed to just sit back and relax and chill, <laughs> you know, you have to eventually walk through the door. There's still work that you have to put in. And so just traveling and doing more and more comedy, I started to realize that this is where, this is what God had me to do because at the end of the day, it became more about ministering to people's lives through joy than just getting laughs. And when I realized that and how I, how I created my sets was somebody is going through something. Everybody in an audience has issues that they're going through and God has given me a specific talent to make people laugh and kind of help with the healing process. And so when I realized that it was not about me and it was all about God. And that's a prayer that I say before I get on every stage, because if a comedian or a speaker tells you they don't get nervous before, you know, whatever they're doing, they're lying. <laughs> like, like you'll never you'll never you'll never grow out of the butterfly stage because that's that's what keeps you what keeps you humble, honestly. And so when I when I began trusting God, doors started to open. And uh, so this past year and just kind of give you guys encouragement that um, if you feel that God has placed a dream 
or a career or a purpose in your life, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter where you come from. Continue to push in that. And it's never going to be easy because that's the way that's how kind of God in life filters out who's really built for, you know, walking in that purpose is there's always going to be a struggle. If it was easy, everybody would be doing whatever they love to do. Everybody would be famous. Everybody would be in movies. Everybody would be making music, et cetera, et cetera. But um, there's always going to be a grind. There's always going to be a hustle. And so this past a couple months ago, I was actually having breakfast with my dad and uh, I got an email. I got an email from the Minnesota twins, one of the production directors. And basically the email said, um, we're interested in you being an in-game host for the twins. Now there was no audition process. There was no like, Hey, we want to come filter you out. And I mean, I knew a couple of people, um, in the production team. Um, I did an internship there and I kind of shared with them kind of my vision. Um, but they had seen the, the progress that I had been making, uh, through, you know, like through the shows and different things like that. And, and so they had asked me, would I be interested in that? You know, me, I'm trying to keep calm cause I'm in a public place. I'm having breakfast with my dad, but I was just staring at my phone because one, I thought it was spam. I was like, this can't be real. And my dad's looking at me. He's like, yo, um, you going to share what's on your phone or you going to put it away? Cause we trying to have breakfast. And I was like, well, I just got an email saying they want me to be one of the in-game hosts for the twins. And so we were like both super excited. And the first thing that we did was like, we just sat and we just thank God because honestly, how the, the background that I grew up in and some of the stuff that I've done, you would think that, and I thought that I would never be like, if you would ask me 10 years ago, yo, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be doing one Christian comedy. You're going to be pretty, pretty successful at it. And then you will be an in-game host for the twins. I'd be like, okay, stop yanking my chain, (laughs) you know? And so, but that process of having faith and how God can take the least qualified and make them qualified and God can take the nobody. Cause I really thought I was a nobody as far as entertainment wise. Now, if you were told me, Oh, you're going to go to the NFL. I'd have been like, of course, because that's what every kid says when they're (laughs) in high school, middle school, what do you want to do when you grow up NBA? If that doesn't work, what do you want to do? NFL. I was that kid, you know? And so just kind of, and last night I was doing the devotions and I was really, I was up to like four in the morning and I really just reflected on just how good God has been, um, in my life. Even though there's been a lot of times where I was like, dang God, you got me messed up. I'm broke. Ah, you know? And I, I really reflected on that. And I was like, through all the times that I feel like, and, it, and I feel like as Christians, we dwell on the negative a lot more than we dwell on the positive, actually just human beings in general. And so I was really reflecting on that. And I was really like, God, you really came through for your boy, you know, and it's, and he can do that for you if you trust in him, if you have faith. And so um, I just want to encourage you guys to have faith in the purpose that you have and have faith in that walk with God because he will continue to bless. He says, knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. If you seek after the purpose, the dream, the career that you ha- that God has in you and you let him use you in that perspective, he will open those doors for you. And so I want to encourage you guys with that before we take a quick break. 
um, to just reflect on how good God has been to you. And sometimes we, we spend so much time dwelling on the negative that we don't necessarily see the positive. But I want to encourage you guys, dwell on the positive. Trust in God and he will direct your path. This is Isaiah 61. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beaver and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible teachers and ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. What's going on guys we are back Thank you for tuning in to Isaiah 61 If you think about turning that knob Don't do it Stay right here we are talking about Purpose and trusting in God And having faith and walking in that purpose um, The past previous weeks uh, We've touched a little bit On everything and how How to find your purpose And once you find your purpose um, how to keep the faith and walking in that purpose um, and realizing that God can take the least qualified and make them qualified. And then this week we are talking about just sticking to the purpose, walking in faith, trusting in God. Um, and so uh, one of the I shared a little bit about uh, my testimony and my walk and how um, I've come to where I am in my career now as a stand up comic um, and an entertainer. Um, and now one of the official in-game hosts for the Minnesota Twins. And so I just want to leave, um, and I don't share that testimony to kind of toot my horn or to do any of that because I realized and I know that none of this would be possible if it wasn't for my faith and my and my believing in the Lord to, to create a path for me and to keep me on that path. And so a big prayer that I've always prayed for myself is, Lord, keep me humble in everything that I do. And I always realize that everything comes through you. Now I did rhyme a little bit. Yep. I got a little couple bars for you guys, you know, <laughs> not just a comedian, you know, I can do a little poetry, but I'm just kidding. But, um, so we're, we're kind of wrapping up on, on the, the subject of keeping the faith and trusting in the Lord and walking, um, and just kind of realizing that we are, we are vessels and everything that we do is a reflection of God. And so we want to we want to try to keep that positive outlook on what we do um, because we are we are a reflection of God. And one in another verse. Um, and it was it was funny because one of the songs on the outbreak was all things are working for your good. And um, that's actually one of my favorite songs by Travis Green. If you've never heard it, please listen to it. Um, 
it's 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 phenomenal because we realize that all things are working for our good, even through the even through the hard times, even through the struggle. It's working for our good. And when we look at that perspective, because we're all going to go through struggles, like I said before, we're always we're always going to find a hitch in our path and our purpose. But everything that happens works for our good. And if you look at it from that perspective, how can this work for my good? How can me having six dollars and thirty two cents in my bank account work for my good? Oh, budgeting. You know, there's different things that we learn There's different things that we go through that work for our good. And um, Romans 828 kind of pictures plays on that very well. And it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for those who believe and love God according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having them, having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. And so as we wrap up the show, man, I really, really want to encourage you guys to stick to that calling, that purpose that God has for you. And it's never too late. And sometimes we feel um, like we said last week and the week before, we feel like we're not qualified or sometimes we may not think that we deserve to be where we are. And God is a God of grace. Like if you look at me, I'm a young inner city kid from North Minneapolis who just didn't care about anything when I was young and was, was very, very reckless. And now to see myself 10 plus years later, um, saved and sanctified also single ladies, I'm just kidding, (laughs) but also just walking in that path that God has for me. And now I have the beautiful opportunity of traveling the country, doing stand up comedy, um, and now an in-game host for the twins, which was always been a dream of mine since I was in ninth grade. And so I want to encourage you guys that anything is possible through God. And there's a song by Jacqueline Carr. Um, it's called you will win. And basically she's saying, basically the song is talking about how we are. If you play sports, you can consider us being on Jesus's team. And she's basically saying that, it is your winning season. Everything attached to you will win. And so when you when you have God on your side, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter the 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 struggle that you have. You will win. You will be victorious in the end. And so a lot of times the enemy kind of plays on our current situation, our current circumstances and saying, hey, there's no way you can get out of this. Or, hey, how can you be in ministry And you do this or you've done this or you don't have a degree in this. And sometimes we get so discouraged in that and we don't realize that God has already placed the gifts. God has already placed the calling. God has already placed the purpose in your life. And so when you understand that and when you realize that and when you tap into and you grow in your relationship with God, you will realize that everything attached to you win that means your friends around you will win that means your family around you will win that means your circumstances you'll win that means everything that's attached to you will win and we have to believe it because like i was saying earlier faith is the substance of things hoped for if you don't have faith and sometimes logically it doesn't make sense 
like if you think about if and I can speak on my personal experience because, well, I know me logically where I was and how I grew up. You I would not or should not be in the position that I'm in right now, if we're speaking logically, um, because you don't see many people who um, who do Christian comedy who didn't go, I didn't go through the proper channels of a comedy club, didn't do many comedy clubs growing up, but I did a lot of events and basically how I got to where I am is word of mouth doing a lot of shows for a lot of different people, but that's, it wasn't logical because a lot of people still like when, when I go to LA, I do stuff with people in LA. They're like, so you ever done this comedy club? And I'm like, no. What about this comedy club? No. You ever did this comedy competition? No. And so logically, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people because they're like, how did you get through that? But really, all I did was trust in God, put my faith in him and everything attached to me. One, my current situation, one, everything one. So I want to encourage you that everything attached to you will win if you trust in God and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Thank you guys for listening. I am Joseph Juice, the comedian. And this is Isaiah 61. We will see you guys same time next week. Be blessed. Stay encouraged. Peace. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.